Hello and welcome back to the Talk of the Taliban. It's May 17th and we are back with you from Hollywood Studios. Let's introduce our amazing hosts. Give a round of applause for Haley. Let's hear it for Reagan. And a screaming hello for Olivia. And I'm Allie. Today's episode is all about the Taliban's history, goals, relations with the United States, their terrible attacks, and their future plans. Is everyone ready? Let's jump right in! First, let's set up background. The Taliban was founded in the 1990s by guerrilla fighters called the Afghan Mujahideen. This group was formed by resisting Soviet occupation during the Cold War. The Taliban grew when they were joined by many Pashtun tribesmen. The tribesmen spoke the language Pashto and this helped form the name of the terrorist group. Did you know that Taliban actually means student in Pashto? Haley, back at it again with the history facts. Wow. Anyways, support for the group grew in the post-Soviet time period when they publicly promised to impose rules of law and stability following the many years of conflict between other groups. In November 1994, the Taliban traveled to Kandahar, got a thirst for power, and took over Kandahar completely. The Taliban were considered a dangerous and fearful organization by this time. They later forcefully overtook the capital of Afghanistan, Kabul, in 1996. The Taliban ruled the cities with an iron fist and were feared by all. Wow, this group sure is power-hungry and insane. That's one way to put it. Now that we have the history laid, let's speak on their primary goals. Yeah, what made this group so aggressive and harsh? With their aggressive and power-ridden origins, the Taliban focused mainly on establishing a Taliban-controlled government throughout Afghanistan by implementing Sharia law. Their ideology is based off the study of Salafism, which is a radical interpretation of Islam. The Taliban's ideology is considered a major shift from traditional Islamic views held by the anti-Soviet Mujahideen fighters. The Taliban blended strict, anti-modern Pashtun tribal ideology and radicalized Deobandi interpretations of Islam. They really twisted Islamic views. Right? They took a peaceful religion and shifted it into a terrorist organization. The rise of ISIS led the Taliban to publicly encourage the preservation of pan-Islamic unity. The Taliban views ISIS as the enemy and a group that is standing in the way of establishing a unified Islamic movement with the goal of expelling Western powers due to its extremism. As ISIS rose to power, the Taliban felt the need to increase their aggressive actions. So many of you guys may be thinking, what does this have to do with us? Yeah, like how does this affect the U.S.? Well, we have to travel back in time to the Cold War to obtain a full understanding. You, you know what that means, blast from the past. You know what that means, blast from the past. In 1953, the Prime Minister of Afghanistan sought out for neutrality during the Cold War. He was hoping to focus only on reforms and a liberalization of Afghan society. The Prime Minister reached out to the Soviet Union hoping to better their neutral role in society as a whole, although this was a very difficult goal to achieve in the Cold War. To remain neutral, Afghanistan also reached out to the United States multiple times to buy weaponry throughout 1953 and 1955, but was denied every time just because they weren't against communism. So when the U.S. denied helping, the Soviet Union stepped in and provided varied military supplies and even gave aid to Afghanistan in constructing military airfields. The Soviet Union helped the people in their time of need. Since the Soviet Union gave Afghanistan many resources and guidance, they expected Afghanistan to become communist, but Afghanistan was unwilling. 
This led to the Soviet-Afghan war and rising tensions between the two. To prevent the spread of communism in yet another country, the United States supported the Afghanistan rebels. The United States provided the rebels with weapons and military aid. Back to modern time. However, the U.S. had no idea that the rebels would use these weapons to later attack the U.S. The U.S. had no idea that they gave them the very means they needed to grow their organization into the feared, powerful group that they are today. Right? Now let's transition in some of their attacks and atrocious events against the U.S. and the innocent people. What's the terrorist attack that first pops into your mind? 9-11! Right. This attack involved the U.S., Taliban, and Al-Qaeda. Really? I had no idea it involved the Taliban. Although the attack did not directly involve the Taliban and Al-Qaeda was the main focus, the Taliban helped hide bin Laden after he was on the run. There was a lot of international pressure on the Afghan leaders to hand over Osama bin Laden. When the Taliban didn't do this, the United States decided they would use their armed forces. This led to the... War on Terror! In October 2001, the U.S. began bombing Afghanistan. They targeted bin Laden's al-Qaeda fighters along with the Taliban. Even today, the U.S. still has troops in Afghanistan to to monitor the terrorist groups and protect civilians. Why does the U.S. place so much attention into this group? Well, because they're insane. Did I lie? Nope. Besides the fact that they have some different views, they have also launched countless attacks on innocent people. Let's listen to an exclusive news report on one of their most devastating attacks. Taliban insurgents who stormed a military base in Afghanistan killed and wounded more than 100 soldiers, the Ministry of Defense has said. One Afghan officer claimed the death toll could be as high as 150. On April 21, 2017, the Taliban's deadliest attack was launched in an army base in the Balkh province. The attack was conducted by multiple suicide bombers and gunmen. Over 140 soldiers were killed. This brutal attack is just one of many. I also have another news report on a more recent attack. In Afghanistan, tens of thousands have been killed since the Taliban was driven from power in 2001 following the 9-11 attacks. A temporary truce was shattered this weekend when two separate bombings in and around Jalalabad left more than 50 people dead. On June 20, 2018, the Taliban killed dozens of Afghan soldiers. Taliban militias attacked Afghan soldiers and captured a military base in the western province of Baghdad. This was their first major attack after a ceasefire was called from the Eid al-Fitr holiday. I'm getting a little nervous. Are they still an active group and are we still in danger of being bombed or attacked? Yes, they're still alive with the resurgence of terrorist attacks on Afghan cities. These attacks are unable to be pinpointed on the Taliban, with the Taliban group denying any involvement in them. So they're liars. I guess you could say that. There's even been a recent bombing in Kabul that has been blamed on the Taliban, but they deny any relation with the attack. Further showing them to be liars. Exactly. Focus, focus. Yes, they are liars, but even the citizens are scared to admit that they are the people who conducted attacks. Here is yet another example of the Taliban denying any part in these treacherous attacks. Dozens were killed in multiple blasts at a school in the Afghan capital, Kabul, on Saturday, with many more injured. Officials say the victims were mostly female students coming out of school. 
Kabul has been on high alert since Washington announced plans last month to pull out all U.S. troops by September 11. With Afghan officials saying the Taliban have stepped up attacks across the country. This recording is from an attack that occurred just a few weeks ago. With the Taliban still denying having a part in it, this is another example of an attack that has all fingers pointed at them. That sounds really scary. But don't fear, the U.S. is trying to withdraw troops as soon as possible in an attempt to dissolve some of the tension. With the U.S. doing all that we can and other neighboring cities and countries trying to help, the hope is that the Taliban will finally relinquish their forces and come to a ceasefire for good. Let's end this podcast on the high hopes for a future peace. Well, you know what that means. Recap time! First, we covered their history and founding as a feared terrorist group. The group began during the post-Soviet Afghan war. Then, we covered their goals and their hopes to spread a unified Islamic movement and get rid of extremist Western powers. Then, we figured out how this terrifying organization has anything to do with us through the U.S. involvement. Next, we heard news reports of their atrocious actions. Finally, we discussed their future plans and the potential of the U.S. uninvolvement. Well, that's all for today. Thank you for joining us on this roller coaster of a ride through the major topics of the Taliban. See you next time on The, the Talk, Talk of the, the Taliban! Taliban.